Hey guys, this is World Traveling Udo Maker. My name is John. So what I've been doing is I've been traveling around the world for more than three years. And every time I visit new country, I was cooking this type of noodle called udon. By visiting someone's house or restaurant or hotels, anywhere's kitchen uh, facility, basically. Through my life, I've traveled to more than 70 countries and in 20 countries, out of out of these 70 I was cooking this udon and more than thousands of people actually have my udon in these 20 countries so today I want to talk about some very interesting travelers I met through uh, my journey they are actually very interesting very unique uh, travelers which you cannot meet if you just live in your country like very you know uh, quietly with your family and stuff when you go out of your country and when you start exploring the world you you start noticing oh there are actually like lots of uh, very courageous adventurous people who are trying to do some very crazy stuff which you would never think of so the first uh, person I want to talk about is a bicycle traveler he is from Japan, but I met him in Morocco when I was in Morocco, Morocco, which is in the north part of African continent. And I met him when I was staying there, staying in Morocco in a you know small hostel. So he, what he, what he has done is he uh, started traveling from Japan. He took a ship from there to China mainland, and he started traveling from there by bicycle. He came through Eurasia and then uh, came through Europe and arrived to Spain. And then he went down from there to Morocco. So at that time, most of the travelers I met was mainly backpackers who used public transportation and trains and buses and stuff. But in his case, he was uh, traveling by bicycle. So obviously he had very unique stories to tell. Something like he was traveling by his bicycle and uh, he was he was mainly, you know, camping. Like he was not staying in a typical hostel. He was sleeping in his tent. One day, one night, uh, he just uh, happened to uh, confront with some bears and stuff. And uh, he was very scared in the middle of the night. Like there's no other people around and uh, he was... In his tent, he was holding his knife towards uh, towards the animal, just in case he might get attacked. So his body was shaking, and he he couldn't sleep in, in that night. But nothing happened eventually, and it was he was okay. But uh, something that something like that would never happen to backpackers. He because most most of the backpackers just stay in a hostel, and uh, you know most of the hostels. Uh, there, there are those other, you know, kind of troubles that they may face, but it's not like this kind of trouble. So his story was very interesting. Another bicycle traveler I met in Africa was he, he was doing his art project, which is every time uh, he visits new country, he was at, uh, trying to trying to find some local artist, and uh, he had this his unique. Uh, his own doll and uh, he was asking uh, every artist uh, why not draw this uh, doll for me 
And obviously, uh, depending on which country he, he finds the artist, the artist draw in a different way because of, you know, their cultural background and uh, their taste in art. So after finishing his travel, what he wanted to do was uh, he wanted to collect all the art works done by those artists around the world and uh, he wanted to open his cafe in Germany and you know do exhibition of all the art pieces in in that cafe. Another bicycle traveler I've never met him but I've heard a story about him like among among travelers he's pretty popular because he does some crazy stuff. He's from Japan and he is I, I think he's been traveling for nearly 10 years now. What's very interesting about him was when he depart like start traveling from Japan, he said, oh, let's travel. I want to see the world. So let's travel for more than 10 years. My plan is 10 years. It's a, he, he's calling it a 10 years plan. So it's very interesting because I've been traveling for three years and that just happened by coincidence. Like that just uh, naturally happened afterwards but what he's done is from the start he knew that he will be traveling for 10 years that was like the fixed plan for for him who would think that like oh I, because i want to see the world uh i need to travel for next 10 years my next 10 years will be dedicated for just for my you know to see the world so I just think he's very uh, interesting in that sense. And he has been actually done some crazy stuff in South America in Amazon. He created his something like a kayak, like a boat uh, by himself from scratch in Peru or Bolivia. And uh, he had a small house on top of the boat and uh, there are nice like it's not it's not too nice but uh, there's kitchen there is like all the necessities like all the tables and stuff and he while he travels uh by that boat because he need food on the boat to survive he was fishing some fish from in in this amazon river and uh, he somehow survived and sometimes police came checking what the heck are what the heck are you doing here on amazon and uh, lots of story happened on that boat and that was so interesting. I've never thought of doing that kind of thing, you know, making your own boat and travel through Amazon River. So those were the bicycle travelers. I mean, in my, from my experience, I know bicycle traveler tends to do some crazy stuff, but like th those were the three people I just thought of in my head. Another type of traveler, so it's not the bicycle traveler, but uh, he is, uh, someone I met very recently, and uh, he's a backpacker, but maybe I should call him in a different way because he's rather uh, no backpacker. He is a minimalist, so uh, he's been traveling for more than a year around the world, but he doesn't have anything, basically, uh, but all the necessities. He's wearing something like a raincoat and in his pockets in the raincoat he has like all the basic necessities like toothbrush, like uh, clothes, uh, all the basic stuff you need to survive in uh, you know the daily lives. And he also has like a plastic waterproof small, very very small bag 
And that's pretty much all he has. So he doesn't have a backpack. He's just like uh, with his raincoat and his pants and very, very small uh, waterproof bag on his waist. So he doesn't have anything on his hands either. So when he goes on plane, he doesn't have, he, obviously, he doesn't have any checked in luggage. He just carry on his like a very minimum small uh, waterproof bag on his waist and that's all he has which is like definitely less than three kilos in my case on the other hand that I definitely have a lot more luggage than uh, typical backpackers because of you know all the udon cooking stuff in my suitcase I think it's nearly 20 kilos and also I have my backpack too on the other hand, some bicycle travelers I mentioned, those, those people I met uh, so far, some people have like a luggage more than 90, like 100 kilos on his bicycle because he, they need to carry tents, cooking stuff, and like all this, all the stuff that you can normally borrow from the hotels, they need to carry on his bicycle. And they don't need, they don't need to take an airplane, so they don't have to worry about the amount of luggage. So the amount of luggage is always very controversial among the travelers because uh, depending on how much you carry, the the style of traveling really changes. And uh, if you have too much, uh, you really cannot enjoy. But this guy, this minimalist, had less than three kilos, and that's like the person that I've never met. Like even though I've met like more than like thousands of travelers. So this is it for today. I think I can talk about some other interesting travelers too for the next uh, episode. So please leave uh, leave some comments if you like it or some if you have some topics you want me to talk about. See you next time.